0: That the only thing we have to fear, whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall
1: pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success, I, have liberty, liberty, liberty. I have never been. Tear, tear, tear. Have you ever, have you seen, ever seen something that defies explanation? explanation? We, we, we'll walk, through walk through hell. Well. Well. We seek to see define and provide for those on the way to taste the other side. I have never been. There. We, we are dead October, Paranormal. paranoid. paranoid, paranoid. paranoid. Thank you for joining Dead October Paranormal. My name is Job, a.k.a. Castle Cage, and I'm here with Joseph Bernal and Jonathan Miartinez. ¿Qué pasa?
0: Miartinez.
1: ¿Dónde está? This is our Spanish episode. <laughs> Even though none of us speak Spanish. Do it, John. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> do your uh, <laughs> grita. Come on, do it. Do, do your no. biggest grita. Do it. Come your on, grito? man. You're famous is for a that. Grito <laughs>
0: there we go. Yeah.
1: That was weak. Well, I'm not trying to yell into the microphone.
0: <laughs> we don't want to blow out everybody's eardrums.
1: Okay, on this episode How you doing? I wanted to get a little bit of personal oh, was soft with uh with the
0: guys here. Start playing this the slow soft music.
1: Yeah, give me some slow music. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> that not the hot. slow music. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on on you, guy. It doesn't work. Here, give me. It's broken. It's broken.
0: You gotta label those. We're, We're a brand new podcast. This is our fourth one.
1: Or just know what the hell you're doing. There we go. There we go. There we go, guys. Some epic music. So, with all your experience of being a paranormal investigator what do you think it's like to lose a su- a loved one and where do you think they go or uh what to experience with that because i mean people lose loved ones on a daily basis you hear about it all the time um so as a paranormal investigator what's your perspective on that
0: well i'll go first um we just recently lost somebody really close to us and at that time it was, I've never felt so close to the other side. Like the veil had never been so thin between this this life and the next. And I think because part of us went with him, so I definitely believe that it changed the way I view death. I'm not as much afraid of it anymore it's almost like you're well you you would welcome it if it came about
1: but that's the thing too as a paranormal investigator you almost you know death is like your your life almost it's you're making a life out of death mm-hmm. if that makes any sense
0: yeah you're trying to you're keep death away
1: is you're exposing death and you're making a life out of it so i mean certain people's pain and stuff, you're kind of exposing that wound when you do that, mm. don't you think? Yeah. How is it for you, Joe? Mm, I really think that when it comes down to when it's your time to go, I really feel like you do move on to another another dimension or another reality. Um there's there's some truth to when it when you talk about when your parents say, "I brought you, I brought you into this world, and I'll take you out," and you come into this world alone and you leave alone, and when it all, when it really comes down to it, do you leave this world as a good person, or do you leave this world as a shitty person? And I think that ultimately plays on where you go. I mean, it doesn't. You don't have to be a religious person. I believe. I don't think you have to. I mean, at to a certain point. But who's to say that any religion is the right religion? You know what I mean? Is like, it it wouldn't be. It'd be ignorant to say that Christianity is is mm-hmm. a singular religion where that's the only religion that yeah. is right. You know what I mean? Or else, the entire world is wrong.
0: I think all religion is based on you being the best version of you that you yeah, can possibly be, I think so and what's well. wrong with that there's There's nothing wrong with that. you're leaving the world a better place for your kids
1: and now that you've you've lost somebody, Joe and what what did that change your perspective as being a paranormal investigator from before and then? It just made me, it it gave me more drive. It gave me, um, because you're, not only when you investigate, you're so, you're close to what you do, and you see it on a a personal level, and a, like you, you spend so much time doing it, that it, it becomes your life, but then when you lose somebody that is, is close to you, it just brings you closer that much more i think and um it makes you want to contact uh who you lost let's just say what it is uh, you want to contact that person and, and you have so many questions and a- and that don't have answers and you want to reach the other side and because you you hope for that small glimpse of hope that that they do know you you exist yeah. that they acknowledge that you're there and that's the hard. You kind of hope that they come back to give you some sign saying that they're okay or they've moved on or something. You know, some sort of sign that shows that they're still there for you, right?
0: What about what about you? How has it changed your outlook?
1: Um, I mean to be honest with you, before um when I did my first couple paranormal investigations, you know, I didn't see it so personal. And now that you know, I have lost somebody that was close to me and experienced that pain and that tragedy and that hurt. You know, you hear these stories about murder and um, all these different things that people have done, the terrible things during your investigations, and you don't really think about it. You know, you hear, oh, this guy did this to these people or this happened back then. It's just a news story. Yeah, it's it's just words, you know, and you don't really think about it. Until, you know, you, something personal and tragic happens to you and it almost puts you on a different perspective. Changes it, your life. It gives you, you almost appreciate the situation more when, you know, you sympathize for the victims, you sympathize for this, or, you know, you feel anger towards this because it's already putting you in a certain position to where you have a perspective on these things. Well, I, th- I think it helps us, us three,
0: because losing someone really close to us because it makes us more um passionate and um i'm looking for a word uh, uh, you have compassion when compassion, you're in invest- yeah. you're there in the investigation yeah. like for, say for instance the uh the outlaw in lawman's jail the guy gave us his name sam whitlock and it wasn't just like hey sam whitlock it was Heavy accent. Yeah. Sam Wheaton.
1: English. Yeah.
0: And it was just like, okay, Sam Whitlock, like, what do you... We didn't hear it at the time. We hear it now, and then we went back, and then we catch the face in the basement. Like, is that Sam Whitlock? Did he do everything he could to show up for that split second, and we caught it? Like, that makes me want to go back. And it's almost like now that we have uh compassion we're like building a relationship as weird as it sounds and as it's almost like we're building a relationship with whatever's there we've been there twice we got a name we got a face
1: multiple faces
0: if we go back are we going to get something else yeah like how how many times do we need to go back to where
1: but how many investigations can be too dangerous
0: you right. can Get obsessed.
1: Is there is there a certain certain amount of investigations that makes you too invested? No,
0: no, because we're all obsessed. I mean, the obsession's already there, so it can't get any worse. I think than it's it is.
1: It, you just have to be careful with what you're messing with.
0: Yeah, because we don't know if it's a demonic presence. Then you're opening yourself up to possession. But that's
1: the thing that also sucks, too, is if you are trying to contact that loved one that you've lost or, you know, you don't know if it's actually yeah, them or a no. demonic force. It could be. So that's that's what's kind of fucked up about the whole thing. Yeah,
0: and they could tell you things that nobody else would know, and then you're hooked and you're like, oh, this is him. That's why, uh, like, Ouija boards are kind of... Freaky, because you don't know what you're communicating with.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, for those people that are trying to con- <laughs> contact um, people that you've lost, um, just be be careful of what you're doing, because you never know what you're talking to or uh, and, who you're messing with.
0: And definitely, speaking from experience, you can't get so caught up in the loss of somebody that you forget to live your own life. You. You gotta live for that person. You gotta carry their memories, like we carry the memory of our our loved one. As I mean, as best we can. He goes everywhere we do. Yeah. Everything we do, he does with us because his memory is with us. So he's still, even though he's gone, he's still, he's still here with us.
1: Yeah. And that's the hardest thing is to lose somebody. I mean. Yeah. You just. You try to explain it. You try to understand it. You try to ha- add rhyme to reason, and there's, you know, sometimes it's just not there. So some people will try to find alternate ways of trying to get a hold of that loved one or communicate with them. But if you do, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Um, but if you do, just be careful on what you're doing.
0: What's what's that movie White Noise where he's yeah. obsessed with talking to his son? Is his it his son?
1: His wife, okay. yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, great movie. I love Michael. And Keaton. And then, he, then it went out of control. Yeah, started Man, he started talking to malevolent spirits, and yeah, it got mixed up. And he, ended I think up,
0: that was Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah, Michael Keaton. Colonel investigating. So I have his seen like, him in another movie. It's the same thing happened. as if you open your door and you're just your your own home and. You just open your door and you're just like, hey, everybody, come on in. Come on in. You just don't know what you're going to get. You know, you're you're inviting spirits that have bad intentions to, to hurt, do harm or, or such, you know. So it's, it's, you have to be very careful on when you investigate that you're bringing in the wrong people.
0: So do you think that you got to treat the paranormal as you would treat another individual that you yes. don't know? Yeah. Yeah. The you rules. You don't. You don't walk
1: into an investigation and s- start demanding things, just as if you wouldn't walk into a room of people and start demanding stuff. What's your name?
0: Yeah. I think, Why are you here? Well, I think we, us included, always make that <laughs> poke mistake. me, pinch me, push me. Yeah. You. Me. You walk in and
1: you're like. Give us a name. Yeah, give us a sign you're here. Yeah, you don't walk into... Like, if I walked into a bank... The DMV and you're like, give me your name now! Yeah, if I walked into a <laughs> bank and I was like, tell me somebody's here, everybody would look at me like I was crazy. It's Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> like, if uh, I started demanding things, well, they that's, they that's what all look I was, at me like I was crazy. That's
0: why I was talking about the outlaw and lawman's jail, that we're kind of building a relationship with whatever's there. I would like to go back, but... Like you said earlier, how much is too much?
1: yeah, you just uh you you gotta draw the line to where you're being respectful you, you some like some ghost, I would assume they would seem to not be hostile, yeah, and wouldn't like to be approached hostile so you can't yeah. come at them hostile. It would be just as if some guy walked up to me and started demanding things I'd tell him to piss off. what's your name? tell him, well, fuck yourself <laughs> yeah, go get fucked guy but um but yeah just I guess it the whole thing just allows you to see a different perspective on it yeah
0: yeah definitely softens you to all things death that's for sure yeah.
1: so that being said going on to further investigations you're just gonna look at it completely differently
0: yeah, definitely. It's it's yeah. definitely changed my uh my outlook on on life and pers- my own personal life. Like yeah. you push, you start pushing harder because you realize, "Holy shit, I might not be here tomorrow." Yeah. So, I need to start building a legacy now. I what do, what do I want my kids and my loved ones to to remember me? How do they wa- how do I want them to remember me? I think
1: me? ultimately, Dead October is just Solidating our legacy for our, our family and friends. So. And, and like showing them the path of mm-hmm. what, what.
0: Yeah. Like our kids, I would love for them to take the, on the torch when we're too old and we can't walk around well, anymore.
1: That being said, let me ask you this question. I don't have any kids, so I don't know from experience, but. That you know of. What. Just kidding. What, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what. What ad, since you're a parent, you guys are paranormal investigators. As a parent, what do you want to reflect on them, and what don't you want to reflect on them?
0: I want them to have an open mind. I don't want them to walk around like some of these people that are just so close-minded to everything. Yeah. If they can't see it, it doesn't exist. Like, no, that's not the way life works, man. you got to be open to everything and anything and any yeah. kind of experience because they that's can't. life. That's living
1: life. That makes no sense because you can't see air blow out of your ass and then... It doesn't mean it doesn't. A fort exist. doesn't
0: exist. Yeah. Well, that smell says otherwise.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The look on the lady's face behind you that you just cropped us at the grocery store says
1: otherwise. That thermal <laughs> camera at the airport says otherwise. <laughs> Dude, I, I did that. I did that. I did that at King Super's. I was standing in the spice aisle. I blew ass, and I was like, this lady was walking down the aisle. I was like, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. So I just walked around the corner. And she goes, oh my God, it smells like somebody's shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I, I walked oh, back God. by the tortillas. In the spice aisle of all yeah, aisles, yeah, I dude. I
0: kind of been in the freaking
1: bread aisle. And luckily, there was like two other dudes that walked through there, so it just wasn't completely on me, but... <laughs> I'll live with that and I'll face God when that time comes so paranormal investigating rule number seven don't eat Taco Bell crop and walk away crop and walk (laughs) away (laughs) oh god act like it didn't happen
0: that's the worst dude when you get crop tested I just want to kill somebody when it gets Uh, in your mouth and your nose and you're just like
1: be stuck in a jail cell with you guys (laughs) Hey, <laughs> there's always somebody blowing ass. Zikrat duster. Ghost hunting ghost hunting doesn't pause just cuz you have to blow ass. Yeah, the ghosts don't care. Yeah, most people try to blame it on the ghost. It doesn't stop. The paranormal field doesn't be like, "Wait,
0: he's got a. blow." Makes
1: ass. you wonder if the Especially ghost Especially if you're on <laughs> the ghost acknowledges it. If you're on life. Uh, there's a
0: reason why that's rule
1: number one do not eat taco bell well before an investigation and if you do make sure that there's a clean portable bathroom
0: and it's far away from everybody and not in the communal area where we're all trying to snack Like Hiroshima happened in the bathroom. Like I said, when you're you're
1: a paranormal investigator, you better you're gonna get real nice and close with their friends and family that you do it with. Yeah, you're gonna find things that you didn't know existed.
0: Yeah, these guys always make fun of me because I snore.
1: It's atrocious.
0: I snore, but you guys like moan in your
1: sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Spring out the dirt.
0: Yeah. You guys bring out my dirt. You talk crap about me all the time.
1: <laughs> I guess I do moan. It's like a moan off in the room. The other day, I was, mm. I was uh, mm. Melissa and I went mm. out for our anniversary and uh mm. what you call it, dude. I I woke up mid moan. <laughs> I was, that I was sleeping so hard, dude. <sighs> I was sleeping and I was like, I woke up and I was all, <laughs> uh, 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 and I was like, whoa, what the fuck was I in mid moan? <laughs> Melissa's like, Yeah. And I was like, It was so awkward. I was like, mm, What okay. do you do after that? Good night. <laughs> That's how, yeah. you know, how you know she loves you. It was like mid moan. I was like, Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of that, have you ever experienced uh, sleep paralysis?
0: No. Yes, I never have. No, uh, thought, let's play Well, them. no, I can't say that. I think I have one. I have a at couple least times. Let's. But I, I don't have. Them. I don't have vivid dreams the way you two do. Mm. My let's, dreams are real, like just stupid. The only vivid dreams I have were about the my the person that we lost. I had two really vivid dreams.
1: I, I had a really vivid dream that he just came back and told me he loved me. Mm-hmm. I went a good month or two two maybe three months four months without even dreaming about it and then he came back and told me that he loved me and that was what i needed at the moment so i almost feel like people can come back in your dreams because your body is in a different state of mind you're at an open conscience you're you're completely open yeah you're really vulnerable at that moment and they're you're more accessible yeah, I think not. that's when you're dreaming. That's when you're in your true spiritual state. Yeah, and you're most vulnerable. Yeah,
0: we um, need to get one of those dream books, the diaries. Or those the books. things
1: don't fucking know shit. Yeah, you don't think so? No, you, say you could like, say you dreamt. You dreamt of like, like if you shit your pants in your dream, they're gonna say you're gonna be a millionaire or some stupid crap.
0: How do you know? You never read one.
1: Well, I've shit my pants in my dream, and I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> did you shit
0: your pants in real life?
1: No. Did you God. wake up to boo boo in your ass? No, thank God. Mud uh, butt. i worried if my girlfriend would leave me then. But you, you shouldn't shit have the to bed about it. No. You shit the bed. That's pretty no. That's bad. a Amber Heard's job. Oh, done.
0: <laughs> John and his <laughs> Hollywood uh, stories, dude. how She's so hot. How did
1: that happen? I don't. What's the story to that? I don't want to talk about it. She boo booed the bed? Was it on Johnny Depp? Man, we're talking about it. Uh, (laughs) Was it smeared on Johnny Depp? I don't know. I don't really know the stories all that well. Well, you
0: brought it up. People didn't tune
1: in for that. Yeah.
0: What is that? What? When did did I ever ever wear a Slayer (laughs) t-shirt?
1: Uh, That was on our birthday Although
0: I was jamming Raining Blood the other day God, that song is badass
1: So, what ties uh, to music, do you think? um, What connections do they have to paranormal? Music? Yeah
0: Oh, because they both invoke emotion I mean, a, a song could take you back and you could Take you back to a a moment in a place, like, immediately. Yeah. Uh, A memory can take you back to a... Well, memory is taking you back, but... I think the fact that they invoke so much emotion that they kind of go hand in hand.
1: I'm not going to lie, man. There's some songs that I avoid listening to because of how emotional they are. Yeah. Like which ones? Specifically...
0: That one song by Disturb, um, This Is The Times. Hold On. Hold On. Hold On To
1: Memories. Is that what it's called?
0: D- that one. That one gets me every yeah. time.
1: Well, mine would be a different kind of pain from Cold. Yeah, definitely. That song's pretty emotional for me. But uh, yeah, shout out a to couple, Cold. A couple of uh, their songs are pretty emotional yeah. for me. let's give a shout out to Cold. Cold so, was Yeah, um I myself, oh shit. I myself um really love Scooter Ward and Cold for what they did for our family back in the day. They uh If you
0: want some good music, just some yeah, good music to Cold. listen to, Cold. If you're good a good 90s fan,
1: good 90s 2000s highly, rock highly highly yeah. recommend Cold. And still even to this day they're still producing yeah, albums definitely. that kick ass. Yeah. So they're they're definitely a one of a kind band that's just Amazing. I love them. They're great music. Great. Great everything, man. I love you. Love you guys so much.
0: Thank you for Yeah.
1: Thank you for everything you've done.
0: Years and years of just awesome music.
1: Yeah. So I I know
0: definitely got us through some tough times. I know it myself.
1: I'll, I'll treasure them for as long as I live. Kind yeah. of kind of myself Kings of my in my eyes.
0: life I kind of went through back to back tragic things and it was they definitely got me through some time. Yeah.
1: So, good, good. Basis.
0: What do you think, Joe? the relationship between music and the paranormal? Do you think there is one? or?
1: Mm, I think so, because I think a certain type of song may trigger something. Yeah. Or a certain emotion that basically creates you as like a battery. hmm You know what I mean? Yeah. Your energy becomes a battery. And and you use that energy to, to br- to project. I was going to say astro-project, <laughs> That's like an inaccurate statement. But speaking of music, it's kind of like the Mountain like by Ozzy teaches you how to to astroplane. It's kind of like uh, when we played Johnny Cash at the prisons, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. You never heard try of to astroplane? get a reaction
1: out of it. You're talking
0: to the man who grew up under a rock.
1: <laughs> Astroplanning's when you teach yourself to uh, teach your soul how to leave its your body. And then you can go anywhere. Over the mountain, take me across the oh, I sky. I thought it had something to do with drugs. No. Huh. With that guy who knows. <laughs> it more likely did.
0: Snorted a line of ants. That's that's You can't get more rock star than that.
1: I'm well, sure that's not the only that. thing you snorted.
0: A line of ants.
1: I'd snort a line of ants. This summer I'm going to
0: make you now.
1: i going to have to. I have ants in my bathroom. I'll do
0: it right now. Right.
1: Ah, we're going up the nose. Help <laughs> <laughs> me, help me.
0: You're going to sneeze <laughs> and ant body parts are going to come out of your nose. <laughs>
1: it's a massacre. What a world. Why would you want to kill ants? Do ants. you, um... Do you think churches can be haunted? Yes. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a place. It's a building. The it's just a structure. The church itself is within the individuals who attend the church. The people
1: here's the church here's the steeple yeah church well
0: i told you we we talked about those those uh guys in mississippi that were investigating that old church and there was all kinds of demonic activity and the one guy wanted to pull out his gun and shoot the mayor (laughs) 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 yeah yeah definitely churches are just they're they're buildings just like a field a field can be haunted look at gettysburg
1: yeah, it's not it's not like it's a holy lander. So anything can pretty much be haunted, you think?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Artifacts. I mean just a doll, a an Annabelle doll.
1: What about a Portageon? john?
0: Yeah. There was Somebody a murder in it. That.
1: <laughs> a tragic death in an ass hu- uh, ass house. Yeah. Oof. There's probably not a place you'd want to die. There's probably
0: a haunting for every thing you can think of.
1: Well, you have to think. A haunted if fridge. If there's one way somebody would pass away, that would be the way. I mean, dude, I, I let me had this. That. Uh, if it could happen, it could happen. I had it has happened. A haunted commode. I yeah. Had this guy hit me up on Facebook um, or on Craigslist saying that he had a haunted chair that was possessed by the devil. And I drove all the way out to Greeley to pick it up. And then when I got there, he's like, nope. Gave it away. It's like you son of a bitch. Like I drove all the way the fuck up here, pick up the goddamn chair, and you fucking gave it away. He goes, he was here first. He like, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but I was always curious to see because he that dude was crazy. He was he was a pretty crazy dude. So not only places, fields, Porter johns, but also artifacts can hold.
0: Oh, hold possessions. That made me think maybe. You bought, you like to shop at antique stores and Goodwills? Yeah, all the time. What if you bought something that you brought into your house? That's where the kind of paranormal stuff began.
1: I don't really care for it pinching my butt in the shower.
0: Well, it it wasn't Odie.
1: Nope, sure wasn't. Probably your butt hair getting snagged on the the shower. My ass is not that hairy. Oh, God. I didn't (laughs) want it. TMI, bro. T-M-I. But, I mean... I don't think I have anything new in my house that would be old.
0: It doesn't have to be old. Dude, I think what would be our... I think that's a common misconception is that I was watching this paranormal show and the lady's like, she had poltergeist activity happening in her house. She goes, it's kind of funny because this house isn't that old. It was made in 2014. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be brand new. It could be the the field that it was built on. It could be just... Maybe, like, anything could be haunted, I think. Anything's possible. Contain a spirit.
1: Anything's possible. Do you believe that you have anything in your possession that would be haunted? In my possession now? Um,
0: I did buy this cross at uh, an antique store. And, I don't know, sometimes it kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies but it's so cool that I refuse to get rid of it. And it hangs outside my my uh, my bedroom. And that thing kind of gives me this weird feeling sometimes. But nothing has ever happened. Like it's never flown off the wall at my head before or something.
1: Yeah, Job's a collector of... Job's the haunted collector. Yeah, he collects collect a lot of trash. <laughs> I think my most prized possession is the one that I have of a cross um hold on let me grab it real quick.
0: what about you do you think you have anything haunted
1: um no my house doesn't seem all that haunted I mean even with all the investigations I don't feel like I've brought anything home or anything like that
0: so that thing that pinched you in the shower you think it was just passing through
1: possibility you never know or um,
0: something that the the new neighbor brought with him?
1: That could be a possibility too. I mean, when you live in a household with neighbors, or you know, and you live close by, is it possible for that those entities to pass through the walls and?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: There's no bother you even. There's though. no
0: constraints.
1: Okay, so the cross that I have, it's uh, made out of the Fontaine Roma JJ. Trampist. So let's see. So when well, it's got like a so it's a crucifix, and the the beads are made out of rosewood, and it's pretty authentic. Um, and it's got like a little like a little uh, case inside. The cross folds open, so it has like a little twist nozzle, and you can open it and inside when you open it it has a piece of wood so you open it and it, it has, has a, a small piece of wood a relic a piece of clay and some parchment paper so those are all relics so when i when i googled when i googled the uh the meaning of it they said that the the priest used to to wear these in in Rome and France that the piece of wood is actually a piece of the crucifix of Christ to protect them as they walk through the catacombs in France.
0: There's then, a place I want to investigate.
1: The catacombs. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's that's high on our list, the catacombs. So if you look at it it like what you call it so I googled and, and did some research, and that's that's what it comes up as, is that there's a piece of the... Who, who knows if it's true or not, but it says that there's supposed to be an actual piece of the cross, of the crucifix, in the... In the actual cross? Yeah, that the priests carry. And that they, they make them specifically to each priest. So each one has, like, a different... Serial number? No, it's like a, like a name. It's like JJ. Let me see. Let's bring it up. <clears throat> JJ, JJ Tarposki. No, Tapasti. That was another thing that was cool. Is when I met Scooter from Cold, I gave him my rosary that Odie's mom had blessed with seven different holy waters. Um, they're from supposed to be from seven different countries mm-hmm. or separate, seven, seven different parts of Mexico, I believe, mm-hmm. but they're blessed with, it was blessed with seven different holy waters. But as a token of thank you, I gave him that hopefully he kept it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he did. He seemed like he was
1: legit, pretty, pretty genuine guy, man. Love you. Love you scooter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wish we could play some gold, no, man.
1: Not enough love I could give, man.
0: <laughs> but uh yeah, I think I definitely think there's a a huge relationship between music and hmm. and the afterlife
1: and So do you think if you were to play a song at a certain point in time during like the summer or winter at that exact moment if it's the same
0: if it would trigger like a Yeah.
1: Um, like a residual,
0: resid- residual. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I I think so. I think there's a lot of trigger objects. How do you know the difference between a residual and intelligent? For those that don't know,
0: an intelligent has it 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 acts upon. If you ask, hey, can you move that object? It, it
1: acts it. and reacts.
0: Yeah, you can interact with it. There's an interaction. A residual is just a, a shadow figure you catch walking down the hall. There's no it's just it or doesn't an, care if you're there. Or an apparition. It doesn't care if there's anything a camera or anything on it. It's just it's just it happens, no matter what. If you're there or you're not there.
1: So it's a um a vintage rosary relic. It's
0: vantage?
1: It almost looks like the one I have. Uh. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Um, how could you say that something is malevolent if for, like, somebody has a spirit in their house and they're not sure how to go about the situation or they're new to something like that where they experience something that's affecting them or their family in their household? How would you know that to let them know that it's either malevolent or non-malevolent? Dude, I think... and this thing's awesome. When you hold it, it feels like it has power.
0: I think you have to go based on what's what happens. Is things flying off the wall at you? Or is it just things falling
1: off? I've always been curious, dude. I, How could was, you tell the difference between malevolent or attention? Scratches. I always felt like making a, that ultimate sacrifice... And trying to to see how far you can go with summoning something to. Why didn't you try to, to be a to priest? then? it's too late for that. I'm not holy enough. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm kind of a, not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah, of, I guess I could better. be like the middleman. Yeah, yeah. you could a, say kind of a wank.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I think every. Every uh, like religion needs its fringe, like us. We go out there and we do stuff that a lot of people stare would the do.
1: darkness in the face. Yeah, say come on, and bring it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here. About yeah, if if you guys are ever having something malevolent in your household, give us a call. Um, we can do our best to see what we can do to help you or point you in the right direction. and to what, um, what we can do to help you. So, um, never, it's something you shouldn't have to live with. There's always ways to fix it or ways to get around it. Yeah. You establish ground rules. Like this is my, my place. Yeah. We can do anything we can to, uh, see what we can do to help you. Yeah. So if not us point you in the direction to what you need. So we have some, some experience in that. So. Um, Joe, tell us a little bit about the the woman that contacted you uh, just recently. I'd like to, but it's it's uh, a personal matter. Promised between between her and I that we would keep it under under wraps. Oh well, there you have it. I mean, not everybody's willing to have their it's their issues like some public. Some
0: people are ashamed of it, and I don't understand why.
1: I think there's. Uh, I think it, they're just afraid to. They because they're afraid of what they just don't understand. But I mean that nobody also wants to seem like they're crazy either. But we well, if it, that's the case, they've done
0: studies where fifty percent of the population believes in ghosts in the paranormal.
1: Fifty percent. In my opinion, I think. I think you have to be real sensitive with how you. How you present the paranormal to to certain people? Because I think they're afraid of what they just don't understand.
0: They're afraid you're going to bring something. Yeah. with yourself. Don't you so, bring those So we do in my we house. do private
1: investigations as well, and and to some people they don't want their their business blasted all over the internet and and whatnot. So we we completely agree with them and and choose to to keep it private and. And we go out and do an investigation. So, I mean, it's not always about the publicity and whatnot. It's always about how you're. You can just do. You can help people. And and you, it might be something psychological. It might be something actually paranormal. It might be something. Um. It might be something that, you know, just it's not a big deal. Yeah, that they're just. It's kind of in their head or whatever. But, from most severe cases. I think that it's, it's most important for people like us in this, this paranormal field. Um, I think we have to, you have to do it justice and do your homework and learn and understand what you're talking about when you, when you go out and you're, I mean, it's one thing to go out and pay $150 to do an investigation and go out with a camera and a, and catch somebody slamming the door closed, but when you actually are going into people's homes, and you're you're contacting whatever is there—if it's a malevolent spirit, if it's demonic spirit—and they're they're tormenting this family—you have to be real careful and know the knowledge of what you're doing. You know, you have to carry that weight with you. You don't go into battle without armor. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't go with a rock and. Take on the 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 fleet of Rome. So, for those who don't have access to a paranormal team uh, to help them out, what would you suggest in most severe cases? Uh, reach out. I mean, there's 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 certain reach out to any type of, of religion uh, source. There's there's resources out there. There's always people out there that are willing to help, and and. I mean we can't go travel all the way to Rome and and help family out as much there, as we'd but... like to. <laughs> I mean we'd we'd love to, but I would love to go out and help people. Um I like to I like to practice and and lean towards demonology and understand what it's like to to go against those forces. But at the same time you have to understand what you're doing and what you're facing. Um so it, it it's very 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 um how would you say it's a very touchy subject yeah well i had a question
0: for you too do you believe that an individual themselves can be haunted
1: yes how so that being said i really think that based off of your lifestyle or how you interact with people or how you handle things your life choices All of that can tie into not only being influenced or how you perceive things and how you do things and how you go about things can also create malevolent things to attach themselves to you. Such as, for instance, Richard Ramirez. He was supposedly a Satanist. And I'm sure that guy, based off his lifestyle and his life decisions, has malevolent things attached to him
0: is it a you bad
1: know. do you think it's necessarily a bad thing to have an
0: attachment?
1: Well, um it depends on the attachment, I guess. It it would, you know, if you have loved ones or people that protect you
0: like a guardian
1: angel. Yeah, a guardian angel or something like that, not not so much. It's always good to have them there. Let me give you an example. After I recently lost um we lost um our person that we lost um i was at work in a situation where my phone rang and i was off on my watch Uh, my watch made it seem like my phone was ringing so as i walked away um the blade flew off the saw and missed me by inches and And these
0: aren't normal size blades these no these ones concrete saw cutting blades so they're at least what two feet
1: yeah they they they're designed to cut at like 20, diamond tip, twenty thousand horsepower, or something yeah. like that. They're yeah, designed they, they to cut concrete, they, yeah, yeah diamond cut tip cr- blades. deep concrete and asphalt. And that sucker flew off and hit my truck and missed me by a mere, not even second. Oh, cut
0: your bumper and your license plate like it was yeah. not even like nothing, like a piece of tin.
1: So there's there's things out there that are just uh, in your favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And things that aren't. So. Especially
0: in our line of work where we stare fi- death in the face all every day. Every
1: day. <laughs> every
0: day. I think that's why we make such good ghost hunters is, or not so much ghost hunters, but paranormal hunters is that we face death on a daily basis. Every day. Like we're inches away from getting ran down every day. Yeah. You've God. gotten clipped a couple times. I almost got clipped today. So
1: for those people that don't, I've been don't think twice times. about constru- been I've been construction workers with the vehicle <laughs> rolled over. Remember, and <laughs> shit on the ground. remember, they have families too. Everybody's just trying to go home. Everybody's got a job they got to do, just like you. So, next time you're out on the road and you see some construction workers, most of the time we wave and say hi. Hey, we don't Joe. Do, we don't do it to be malicious. We're yeah, just doing we. It's our job. Yeah, we it's get our paid. Job. To do a job and yeah, you guys...
0: Yeah, if we're not out there doing it, I mean, all of a sudden your internet stops working. It's
1: because... Somebody's got to fix it. Yeah. And that's us. Like, think twice, like, about the way, when you're on your way to work and construction's going on. Um, think twice about the way you treat people. It, it, it We all have families and friends and, and we're just out there to do our job. I'm sure
0: everybody listening has somebody that just they like, know that uh, is some sort of construction.
1: Just like you like to get home to your family and, you know, make it home at the end of the day, we do too. So show those people a little bit of care and respect because it goes a long way. You, we see it when they drive by, the nice people compared to the rude people that just don't give two craps about you. So Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, Joe, living, being that your house is somewhat, well, i say very haunted, <laughs> what is your advice for people who have a... Um, uh, a house that's haunted.
1: Uh, depends. What is
0: your way of dealing with it?
1: Depends if you're, uh, what you call it. Depends if you, if you want to like acknowledge that it that your house is haunted, or if you just want to ignore that your house is haunted. Most of the time, it's probably best just to ignore it, because the more you acknowledge a spirit or A demonic spirit you're just giving them power over you you're you're giving them the okay to say hey um you can interrupt my life you can you could step in and and distract my kids and and destroy my family and stuff like that Hmm. so most of the time you need to ignore it because it's the same thing as leaving your door wide open you leave your door wide open you don't know who's going to walk through the door Mm-hmm. And are, do you acknowledge it by closing the door, or do you acknowledge it by leaving the door open? So it's the same thing. You're, you're, if you, if you're acknowledging, you don't know what spirit you're allowing into your house. Yeah. And and them to have power over you and your family. And and most of the time, if you watch all the videos where somebody's acknowledging a demonic spirit, that's acknowledging poltergeist activity um things are moving and stuff, they're it's videotaping. feeding off of them. It's feeding off of their energy and that they're paying attention to it. Well, I think most malevolent spirits or entities feed off of fear. And by you showing them you're scared of them, they love it. Get a kick out of it. So Yeah. But like I said, if you're ever having any problems at home or anything like that, man, never never um never cease to reach out and uh try to try to reach out for help but you never know it could could benefit you in some way but that's going to be our show for today we really appreciate you guys tuning in and i know get, it wasn't like usual our usual jovial selves <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah joking around but and messing around. sometimes you got <laughs> to take this type of life serious so you got to um, be serious sometimes we do take paranormal investigating very serious and and it, it's it's my lifestyle. It's our lifestyle. It's John's lifestyle. It's Vince's lifestyle. It's it's our job. It's our religion. We 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 live and breathe paranormal investigating. And I mean, there's a time to joke around and there's a time to be serious. And uh, today we felt like this episode should have been serious because on a serious note, we all lose somebody that we love and that we care about. And. One day we will rejoin those people.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important for us to relate that um, we're not coming from a place of ignorance. We're coming from a place of compassion and understanding and experience.
1: But until then, we, we, we plan on on proving to every, every uh, person out there that the spiritual world does exist. And our paranormal evidence shows for itself. And everything that we push out is 100% real and nothing's tampered so if you watch our videos and you're you're sitting there um in shock and awe that we actually captured something that's paranormal and that's what we do so thanks guys have a have a great week and we can't wait to to start our next episode and love you guys stay Stay safe and stay paranormal yeah stay paranormal
0: The only thing we have
1: to fear, whether it wishes us, us well or ill, that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival of I have I never have been, been. a <laughs> tear, 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 Have you ever, have you seen, ever seen something, something that defies explanation? explanation? We, we, a walk we through hell. We seek to see. define and provide for those on the willing to taste the other <laughs> side I have never been. We, we are dead, are October. dead October. 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 Paranormal. Paranormal. Paranormal.